Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, today I have a bit of a different podcast episode for you. For those of you that don't know, I'm a bulimia recovery coach. I help people stop binging and purging and get their lives back. And part of that entails how to eat again without all the drama, all of the issues that come with should I eat, should I not eat, can I trust myself, how much should I eat, I can't control myself around food, I want to overeat, I'm going to go back to binging and purging. That's what that entails. And a few months ago, I released a course to help even more people. And so many people in the course have left bulimia behind. They're not binging and purging anymore, which is amazing. But now they're never navigating how to eat. And I'm getting a lot of questions inside the course of, how do I do this? And this eating part doesn't make sense, and I need more help. Seeing this, I revamped the intuitive eating portion of the course. I have released a whole bunch of modules dedicated to helping people finally have a free relationship with food. And for those of you that are curious about this, I'm releasing the first module of that course here today inside the podcast. That's what you're about to listen to. After listening to this module, if you found it extremely helpful and you want more, come join the course. You'll be surrounded by an amazing community of supportive people going through the same journey as you. And you will have me to help guide you and push you along. And of course, if you coach one-on-one with me, you also get access to this course. And don't forget, the podcast next week will be released early, so you guys can have it in time for Thanksgiving. It'll be released on Wednesday. And for those of you guys that don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I know it's an American thing, remember that this podcast episode will help you with any large family gathering that focuses around food. It's That's basically what Thanksgiving is. So remember that. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Welcome to the Intuitive Eating Modules, the course. So first of all, I want to go over real quickly who should be watching these modules and who shouldn't, because I know that a lot of you are in different stages. Some of you just joined the course. Some of you have been in the course for a while. Some of you aren't binging and purging anymore and actually are doing quite well on figuring out how to eat, but you just need a few extra stages of help. This will help you. Um, And then there are some of you who are still uh, are not binging and purging anymore, but still overeating constantly, still having trouble with managing those urges, still really not able to, you're not binging and purging, but you're still struggling with how to eat normally. It's like restriction, then overeat and doubts and all those weird things in there and just not sure how to eat. So this will help you have a better relationship with food and eat intuitively and stop all the overeating, the weight fluctuations, all that. And then there are some of you that are still binging and purging, but it's on its way out. And here's what I'm gonna say for people that are new and the people that are new been still binging and purging. You can watch these modules. However, if you haven't watched any of the modules yet, do not watch this yet. This will help you, but it's gonna be a whole lot easier for you to do these modules if you have watched the other modules because the other modules will tell, show you how not to binge and purge, um, how to manage your emotions, how to manage your mindset. And if you don't have that core foundation, these concepts are gonna be a lot harder. Plus, if you're still working on the habit of binging and purging and not doing that anymore, then why not just focus on that? Focusing on one habit to break at a time is much easier than trying to do all these things at once. So I want you to listen to at least these modules. I want you to listen to the commitment module, the habits modules, 
and or the whole commitment section module, the whole habit section modules, and the breaking the habit of binge and purging. I want you to listen to all of those before listening to this. And that's because I want you to focus on that habit and that's gonna teach you a lot. What you'll find with intuitive eating courses, yeah, it's more specific to hunger skills, intuitive eating, all that jazz, but it also is gonna be a lot easier if you know how to feel your feelings, if you know how to allow emotions, if you know how to feel urges and not freak out and not try to distract yourself and just lean into it. If you know how to do all those things and you've kind of given up the desire for bulimia at this course, what you're about to do right here is gonna be a lot easier. So I don't want you to be trying to do two things at once. Go through all those once you feel like you fully understood it and you feel like you are able to handle more information and you've already put into practice a lot of things I've taught you in that, you've taken action on some of those things, then come back and watch this. Don't binge through all of this. Don't binge through those courses. Take your time. And so uh, first of all, this module right here is gonna be about, it's gonna be an overview. It's what you're to expect and some things going into it that's gonna help you with mindset. So how you should feel. So, so I should probably tell you where these concepts came from, but I just pull it off my personal experience. Yes and no. So part of these concepts came from me and how I learned to intuitively eat and what worked for me, what didn't. However, you're an individual and you're different than me. So take these concepts with a grain of salt. I also got a lot of them from the intuitive eating book. And fun fact, I didn't read the intuitive eating book till a month ago. And it's funny because I read the book thinking I need to know more about intuitive eating before I actually teach the concept. But it was also fun for me to see the similarities between what I did to try to intuitively eat and what they suggest. And there were similarities and there were things that I did wrong and there were things that I did differently that I thought worked better. And there are things that their, their book does mention eating disorders. It's not necessarily meant to be for someone with bulimia or they say they have different rules for people with bulimia. And so I took some of their concepts there and I also made it a little bit different for us because I think something worked better than others. So I've adopted a lot of the concepts. I've changed some of the concepts. So that's where a lot of this comes from. It also comes from this book and I actually have it here. Um, the intuitive eating book I listened to is an audio book. I, I recommend just reading it because then you can take notes. I love taking notes and highlighting books and um, have scribbles all over them. But uh, also the rules of normal eating. I got a lot from this book and I love that the book title on this, the rules of normal quotation marks, air quotes, um, because normal dieting, like what is it? What is normal eating? We all compare ourselves like, I just want to be normal, but there's so many var variations of what normal eating is. So this is, is a really helpful book for clarifying that. And um, it's kind of what it says, a common sense approach for dieters, overeaters, undereaters, emotional eaters, and everyone in between. So I'd highly recommend reading that book, getting the intuitive eating book. It's not necessary. However, if you want to see where some of these core concepts came from and aid yourself even more, I know a lot of you guys have bought James Clear's book. I would recommend these as well. But intuitive eating book and then the rules of normal eating book. I think the intuitive eating book is more helpful. And if you're still in the course, but you've been in here for a while and you're still binging and purging, and, but you feel like you understand things and you feel like I'm getting better, try and listen to these modules. This will help you with intuitive uh, actually eating and eating enough food. A lot of times when you're restricting still, it can encourage binges. So this might help you with that. Okay, what to expect? What is this intuitive eating course all about? What does it actually entail? You're going to have modules like rejecting the diet mentality, giving up weight loss for now, if you so choose, 
Um, honoring your hunger, unconditional permission to eat. That's going to be a really scary one for a lot of you guys. Um, challenging food rules. That'll be fun. And I broke it up into like these different food voices. And um, the intuitive eating book had that too, but I changed them to be different to what I feel like we all experience. Discovering your satisfaction level, honoring your fullness, coping with emotions without food, movement and health and nutrition. So those things are all what I'm going to go over in the intuitive eating course. And here are the phases of intuitive eating. And I have a little a note right here. So I made this little graph and chart because intuitive eating is so ambiguous. It's so individual. We all have different forms of intuitive eating but I developed kind of a phase of what you can expect during each time. And I think it's really helpful for us to see that and see what phase you're in. And I can imagine you're probably right now in the desperate curiosity phase or the courageous traveler phase. So let me explain each of them. So if you were not even here yet, uh, you'd be at ground zero. A lot of us, that's where we start. We're at ground zero. And this phase is you're not aware, still holding on to disordered eating, um, you're not even aware that this could be helpful for you, and you're not really aware of the fact that intuitive eating is a thing, or if you've heard of it, you really don't believe in it. You don't think it's going to be helpful. You think if you were to intuitive eating, you'd gain a ton of weight, and it's not actually realistic, not helpful, or at the very least, you believe it's not possible for you. You believe other people can do it. It's been successful for other people, but I can't do it. If I did it, I would gain a ton of weight. I would be um, continuously eating, and then I would just be binging all the time. Uh, so you're not convinced whatsoever that intuitive eating is for you. And that's where ground zero is. Move along a little bit. And then you're at the phase of desperate curiosity. So you've tried everything and you've kept on trying, failing, trying, failing. You're just frustrated. You're frustrated with the way you're eating. You're frustrated that you constantly overeat or you're constantly binging and you're just done. You're like, you know what? I don't know what's going to work. And I don't know if intuitive eating is going to work for me, but I want to try it. I want to at least like listen a little bit more because you're like, I'm willing to consider it now. I'm willing to consider this thing because nothing else has worked. Nothing else has worked. So maybe this is for me, but you have to be sold. You have to um, actually be sold on this concept. So the next step is the courageous traveler is what I called it. And you're 80% convinced now that this is the answer to your problems. You're 80% convinced that like, you know what? I think this is for me. Like I said, nothing before, nothing else has worked, so I'm going to try it. I think that this is going to be a good thing in the end, but then there's like 20% of you that's still like, I'm not sure. So you're in the phase where you like want to dip your toe in, but then you like take it out. You're like, mm, the water's kind of cold. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be have fun. I don't know if I want to swim. Then you dip your toe back in because you're like, well, oh, that's the other alternative isn't working. Um, so you're at that, but eventually you decide to take the journey. You dip your toe in and then you just dive in. This is the point where I wanna get you out of. Hopefully you're the courageous traveler mark because you're right here. If you're at the desperate curiosity mark or the ground zero, hopefully that all the all what I'm about to tell you and all of this will convince you otherwise. Um, especially like the benefits of intuitive eating and uh, the, the harmfulness of restriction and dieting, which I'm gonna talk about in more detail we'll go over, but hopefully that will move you along to the courageous traveler. 
And the courageous trouble keeps on going. And then this is the phase that is gonna be the most pain and suffering for all of you, but it's the most important phase. It's the critical phase. It's called the trial and error phase. And this is the phase where a lot of people wanna turn back. A lot of people want to run back to what they were doing before, restricting, uh, dieting, or binging and purging. They wanna run back to bulimia because something's happening. And here's what I mean by that. This is the phase where you're learning a lot. You've gone all in. You've gone from the courageous traveler from going all in and you've instead of dipping your toe in, you've kind of just completely dove in into the water. But now you realize the water's kind of cold. I don't exactly know how to swim. This is weird. This is hard. And am I swimming correctly? And then you're going to try, you're going to fail, you're going to swallow some water and it's going to be uncomfortable, but you have to keep on going because it's the only way you're going to learn how to swim, right? You don't learn how to swim by reading a book. You learn how to swim by doing which is the most frustrating about all this is that you're going to try to intuitively eat and you're going to learn all the stage about hunger cues, fullness, what you like, what you don't like to eat. What is your satiation factor? What's your fullness factor? All of those things, but you're going to do it by failing. So you're going to maybe try to intuitively eat and then you're going to accidentally overeat. And you're like, ah, oh, I ate too much. I'm uncomfortable. Or like, this didn't work. That worked. Actually, I didn't like this food. I like this food. Actually, I got too hungry today. And then I freaked out. Actually, I didn't, I wasn't comfortable with hunger today. Why was that? You're going to be learning a lot. And it's a really painful stage. And on top of that, you may gain weight during this stage, which is like the most horrifying thing anyone can hear. And I know, I know. I gained weight when I, I didn't gain that much weight because bulimia was not keeping my weight at bay when I was bulimic. However, when I tried to go all in, when I went, tried to actually eat when I was hungry and, and stop when I was full, I overate because I thought I was hungry all the time because I didn't understand my hunger signals. I didn't know what hunger felt like at the time. And when I did, I freaked out and I didn't like it. I thought it was uncomfortable. I didn't have a good relationship with hunger. And so I was not only like eating to avoid hunger, but I was eating to um, mask emotions still, even though I wasn't binging and purging. So I probably gained a lot of fluff weight. I wasn't weighing myself constantly anymore. So I don't know. I don't know if I gained weight, but it felt like I gained weight. And that's the hardest part, seeing your body change, um, uh, not being sure when it's going to stop. A lot of my clients have gained weight and then their weight leveled out or they actually lost weight, but you have to keep on going to the process. And what you'll find if you keep on going is that often you overeat in the beginning and then you slowly but surely start leveling out and you stop overeating so much because you actually understand, hey, I'm hungry. Hey, I'm uh, full. And actually, I know I'm going to have this food any time. This phase is about building trust with yourself. It's about actually believing if I want food, I can have food. If I don't want food, I don't have to have the food. It's always going to be there. It's about building trust with yourself. So the more and more you do this phase, the more your body's going to be like, actually, we don't feel the need to keep on eating because we know we're going to get the food. It's like a child testing out, can I do this? Can I not do this? And you're building that trust in a relationship with you and food and your body. Your body doesn't trust you right now. And uh, I'll say this from experience. Um, you'll get to the phase, which I didn't believe people, like I didn't believe them when I said this, but you'll get to the phase where, where you will actually level out in your weight. Um, and you may find that you lose weight, which is again, such a, I heard this and it's like, that's BS, that's not true. I don't believe you. But what I found was that my weight went up and then I did actively try to lose a little bit of weight. Um, and, but, then I adopted, once I felt like my weight was kind of stalling, I'm like, okay, what do I do? I feel like my weight's still stalling. I'm not sure what's going on. 
uh, this is hard. And so I kind of was like, you know, I'm going to practice intuitive eating. I'm going to practice getting in there. What you'll find is that your weight might naturally lower because you're not emotionally abusing, uh, you're not abusing food to control your emotions. You're not overeating constantly. You might find that you're less hungry, so your body may lose some size just because you're not constantly eating. When you actually feel your hunger cues, you may not be as hungry as you were before because us, when we struggle with binging and purging, we often overeat because we're trying to mask some emotions because it's just a habit for us because it's something that we just do. So when you're not constantly binging on food, when you're not constantly overeating, what happens? You tend to lose weight or at the very least weight levels out. And then if you really want to, you can lose weight later on. So for those of you that lose weight during this process, if that's what you desire, congrats, that's awesome. For those of you that you gain some weight and then your weight levels out, it stops. And then you uh, find that you want to lose weight later on, which we'll talk about in this course, then cool, that's fine. But uh, for now, keep on going, but you can lose weight in an intuitive way as well, which uh, is another conversation for another day. However, it's not permanent is what I'm saying. So you may lose weight and even if you don't, don't freak out because you don't have to keep that weight on if you don't want to. You can always choose to lose weight in an intuitive, compassionate, happy way. But again, that's in another module. I talk about when are you ready for weight loss? What should you do kind of when you want to lose weight and uh, who's ready for it, who's not and how to go about that. But anyway, we'll talk about that another time. Where was I? I feel like I got on a rant. Anyway, the trial and error phase, super important. Don't give up during this phase. This is the phase we need to keep on going. You need to keep on walking through that fire. And this is why it's really important to write out your beliefs as to why you want to do this. Redecide what is the reason that you're trying this. Just like when you um, went to binge and purge or you were learning how not to binge and purge for the first time through this course, I have this first part of the modules where it says like, why are you doing this? What are your reasons why you're trying to uh, recover from bulimia? Why are you breaking up with bulimia? You know, what are you giving up and what are you replacing? And why is this so important to you? What is gonna make you willing to walk through fire, which is the trial and error phase, to get to the other side? When, on days when you don't wanna do this anymore, where you feel like it's too horrible and you know, you're know you being dramatic about maybe your weight or drama, or it's just too hard and you wanna run back to bulimia or you wanna run back to restriction, what's gonna keep you going? What's gonna make you say, no, we're in it to win it. We are, we are all in, we're here for the pain, we're here for the, the joy, we're here for all of it. So redecide those beliefs, really write about them, really think about them. That'll be really important for you. Okay, so in the trial and error phase, you start to become aware also of all these things. Like I said, it's a really big learning phase, really critical. The next stage is the, the next phase is the conscious intuitive eater. Now, this phase is really cool because suddenly you kind of are getting much more in tune with your body. You know when you're hungry. Now, you know when you're full, when you should stop eating because you feel full, when you're satiated. You know what foods you like and what foods you don't like. You know what foods uh, tend to make you feel better and what foods tend to make you not feel better. You know how much exercise is good for you, how much it's, it's not when you overdo it. You know what your body needs. You are actually listening to your body again and you can understand the cues that it's saying. But it's not um, necessarily unconscious. It's not automatic. You have this shifting identity in the space. You know what to do and it's working. However, you have that issue in your head where you're like, I know what is working for me, but I also have this old diet mentality. I have this old like un uh, uh, restrictive voice in my head. I have all these conflicting thoughts. 
Like it's still my automatic urge when I have something to keep on eating, or it's still my automatic urge when I, um, it's still my automatic urge to skip breakfast, even though I know that breakfast suits me better. This is the phase that's going to be really important because you just have to practice. This is just putting into practice what you know. So let's say you know how to swim now, but it's still not quite automatic, the form. How do you create, um, when you are working out and you're trying to learn good form, first of all, you have to um, actually repair all of those old movement patterns is what they're called. So if you take someone who's been training with bad form for years and years and years, and you try to show them how to train with good form, they're gonna want to compensate in all sorts of ways. Like if they're learning to squat, they're gonna want to uh, lean really far forward and their hips are gonna want to shoot up instead of being uh, moving in a one direction motion. They're going to wanna do all these things. Their knees are gonna wanna come in to support their weight because they're lifting too much on their back. All these weird things are gonna happen, but they know the good form. So it's gonna be this kind of grueling, sweaty, annoying events when you try to actually lift with good form after years and years of bad form. That's what's happening right now. You know what to do now, but it's really hard to put it in practice because your automatic phase is still to let your knees cave in, um, let your hips shoot up while you're squatting, or in our case, um, decide to restrict it, decide to overeat, have a whole bunch of drama about when you're hungry, when you're not hungry, all those sort of things. This is the point where it's practice. Practice makes perfect. Just like with urges of binging and purging, you gotta practice feeling those feelings and letting them pass through and doing it anyway. You gotta practice not being sure and doing it anyway. You gotta practice, hey, no, I think we're full. We're gonna honor our body instead of continuing to eat. And the more and more you practice, the more you're going to shift into the last stage, which is the unconscious intuitive eater. I, I'm able to eat when I'm hungry, stop when I'm full. I'm able to pick up a piece of chocolate, have a piece of chocolate, and it's not a big deal, but I'm also able to include vegetables with my meal because I know it feels good. And it's not because I hate myself, it's because I want to nourish my body. It's because of all those things. And then you'll be like me, where I have in my fridge right now, I have two tubs of ice cream we've had for over a month now that my boyfriend and I keep slowly chipping away at. I have chocolates, I have brownies in there. I also have vegetables. I have um, protein in there and, and healthy carbs. And yesterday I ate, I ate some pizza and I ate some brownies, right? And I have more calories than what I usually have in a day. However, today it's 1017. I haven't eaten anything yet today. Why? Because I haven't been hungry. It's not because I'm trying to restrict from the day before. I just literally haven't been hungry. Maybe that's also because I'm distracted because I'm doing these modules. Who knows? But the point is, you will start to be at that phase where it's completely natural or it's organic for you, where you don't even think about it. I haven't even thought about the fact that I haven't eaten food till just now. That's what the phase you'll get at to an unconscious intuitive eater. So I know this is a long video, bear with me. I'm going to put timestamps in here so you guys can skip around. Um, but yeah, that is what to expect when you're going through intuitive eating. It's going to be hard. It's going to be um, difficult in some ways, but it's also going to be surprisingly easy. You may find that it's easier than you think. Just keep taking action. Just keep going. It's going to be okay. So with all of this, I'm hoping that, you know, you're in it, you're watching this. So you're going to keep on going with this, but the, above all else, I wanna tell you to keep an open mind, to really try to keep an open mind about the concepts I'm telling you. And even if you watch a video, maybe you're watching this right now and you think, Jacqueline, this is stupid, it's not gonna work. I don't wanna do this, like this is awful. What I'm gonna tell you is that try it at least for a week. Try to do the concepts I tell you just for a week and see what happens.
See if you feel any better mentally. See if it's working a little bit for you. See if you're able to actually enjoy food some. See if something has changed in your life because you're here. You've been trying it your way for a while, I'm assuming. Things haven't worked, right? So maybe this is the thing that works. And even if it doesn't work, then you will have the new information of, hey, this didn't work, so what else can I try? How else can I adopt the concepts Jacqueline taught me and maybe shift it to something else? Maybe something just needs tweaking. You know, it's not a one-shoe uh, fits-all kind of thing. I understand that everything I say needs to be taken with a grain of salt, and it may not work for you. That's because I'm an individual, you're an individual. I'm taking a bunch of resources with, with what shows what works, but of course, you're someone else, you're someone different. But I want to tell you to take a leap of faith. And I want to give you a story that one of my uh, clients gave me. She has been working with me for about a month now. Sweetheart, completely great person. And she was, able, she was I think, binging and purging for eight years. And I asked her, why did you decide to work with me? You know, why did you, why did you do that? I was interested to know. And here's what she said. She said she had been struggling with bulimia for a while. And she had tried tons of things. She's read all the books, very intelligent person, trying to research on her own, and it hadn't worked. And she came across my podcast through pure chance. It was suggested to her after another podcast. And she was just looking for something to listen to. And she listened to it, and she said everything made sense. All of the your talking points and everything you were saying was completely on point and completely related and made sense to me. And she thought about if this, uh, she thought about um, working with me for two weeks before actually signing up to work with me. And the whole time she was, the money was a big investment for her and she wasn't sure. And she didn't even know, even though everything I was saying made sense, she didn't know if I could actually help her. And she finally thought to herself, if this doesn't work, then what will? Which I thought was such a compelling thought to share with you guys. She said, if this doesn't work, what, what, then what will? I don't know what else. So like, I'm gonna try this. And she took a leap of faith with me. She trusted me and she started listening to me and we coached together. And within a week, she wasn't binging and purging. And now her biggest struggle is, hey, I'm overeating sometimes on chocolate. Hey, I feel stressed when I manage that. Like, mm, I'm having some issues with body image. How do we manage that? But she's a completely different person than she was um, one month ago. And it's because of a mindset shift. And it's because she took a leap of faith in something new and she admitted, hey, I don't have all, all the answers. Let me try something different. At the very least, let me try this. And that is so powerful. And that's what you need to do with this intuitive eating course. You need to take a leap of faith. You need to try something different. Just, just try it. Just keep an open mind. It might work. What's the worst that's going to happen? The worst that's going to happen is that you know that this doesn't work for you. And that is more information for you to say, okay, if this doesn't work, then what else will? What can I try now? Where can I go? We always see failures of like, what if this doesn't work as a bad thing? But what if this doesn't work gives you information of what might work? This doesn't work, at least you know that now. It's like me dyeing my hair. I just I just dyed my hair for the first time this month to, or for the first time this year to blonde. I've never dyed my hair before and I really wanted to try it. And um, now I know that <laughs> being blonde just isn't for me. It's too much work. It's expensive. And I don't think it suited me as well. So I dyed my hair back to brunette, which I think suits me much better. But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't tried. I don't see going blonde as a failure. I see it as an experiment. And now I know. So that hopefully that helps you with like, you know, if you're on the fence about this entirely. Okay. Last thing I'm going to say is uh, I want you to actually write down your reasons of why you want to do this. I know I mentioned it briefly, but 
Your homework for this module is to go over why you want to try intuitive eating. What do you think is going to be better once you get on the other side of intuitive eating? What are your reasons for doing this? And what is going to make you walk through that fire of discomfort to get to the other side? And same thing with binging and purging, you know, when you break up with bulimia, like, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to leave this? Why do you want to be willing to be uncomfortable to do this? And these are going to be the reasons that you pull up when you don't feel like doing this anymore, when you feel really rough, maybe your body starts changing a little bit, maybe you feel bloated. This is going to be what's going to keep you going and refer back to these, think about these all the time and write out your goals all the time. It's so helpful. And a few of my reasons uh, were, I don't want to be scared of brownies. I just like, I don't want to be controlled by food anymore. I'm so sick of it. It's a miserable existence and it's just food. Why am I letting it control me? So that was a big uh, motivator for me. And I said, I want to be able to have a piece of pizza and be satisfied. Like I want to be able to eat multiple pieces of pizza and I want to also have just a slice of pizza and be satisfied. And I'll tell you, the other day, yesterday, I had um, a slice of leftover pizza for lunch, just one slice and I was satisfied. So it, it has happened and that goal has come true. And I used to be the type of person that thought, who just has one slice of pizza? What crazy person just has one slice and is fine? That is the person's lying. They're going to go binge later. They are just, they have ridiculous self-control or they just don't have any calorie requirements whatsoever. I don't get it. Now I'm telling you, I was able to have a slice of pizza and I was fine. I ate other things that day, of course. I didn't just have one slice of pizza. That's not enough. But for that meal, I had one slice of pizza and I had a can of Diet Coke and it was great. It was very enjoyable. So uh, <laughs> there you go with that. I said, my other reason was I want to stop all the food drama. I was like, I just want to be done with the food drama. It takes up so much of my mental time. I think about it all the time. I don't want to be thinking about food all the time. I want to be thinking about my life, my business goals, my career goals. I'm going to think about my partner, my relationship. I want to be enjoying life. I don't want to be sitting at a beach with my partner and our dog. And instead of enjoying the sun, instead of enjoying some margaritas with him, I'm thinking about food and I'm thinking about calories in the margarita. No, I just want to be enjoying my life. That was a big big motivator for me. And I also said, I want to stop constantly gaining and losing weight. I want to just have a normal level weight. I want to um, have a weight that I'm not scared to maintain or scared that I'm going to lose it at any second. And I'll tell you, so uh, I have been able to maintain 155 to 160 for a while now. And it's not hard. It's not like I'm fighting tooth and nail. It's not this ridiculous battle. I'm able to just maintain this weight and this weight is a really healthy weight for me. I feel really good. I feel happy in it and I feel comfortable. My clothes fit and um, I feel healthy. I feel like I can walk around and not start like breathing heavily. I can do all these things and it's working for me. So just put that out there. It's not like I'm fighting to maintain this weight. And I was 170 plus before. So I didn't, you know, maybe some of you guys are more, have more weight to lose, less weight to lose. But what I'm telling you is it's possible to lose weight and intuitively eat, or it's possible to intuitively eat, lose weight and then maintain your weight. You will not constantly battle to maintain your weight. So that was a big reason for me. Anyway, I have no idea how long I've been talking, uh, but I hope this module has helped you. I hope it's gotten you amped up and I hope that you're excited. Maybe you're listening to this at like three times the speed, who knows, but thank you for listening and good luck. You are gonna be amazed at the transformation that, that uh, that's gonna go through with your diet and hopefully at the end of this, you're not controlled by food anymore. You can listen to your hunger signals. You're able to do all these things and just eat and live your life. So. 
anyway talk to you guys later bye hey if you like this episode you have to come check out the binge breakers recovery course if you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you come join the course go to bingebreakers.com recovery course